Welcome back to Jawing About the G-Man. I'm Joe McGuire along with King Zay and Sean Scanlon. And I mean, this one, this hurt. And, and, and having to sit on this for a week, I think has helped me a little bit because this game, this game made me angry. This was inexcusable. This was, Again, I was looking for Joe Judge on the sideline. Like, how do you blow this game? A game you shouldn't have won anyway. Uh, the defense, though, if, if we're if we're being honest and we're looking beyond the nonsense that you see on the offensive side of the ball, this team playing some great defense. That that's definitely a thing. It's a shame uh, that they can't put this together, but. They, they look, we now know in hindsight, so I'm kind of glad we waited to do the show. They knew Graham Gano was hurt, he's been extremely ineffective 64% on field goals this year. They knew he was hurt, they strutted him out there, they managed to blow again a game that uh, how do you lose that? And they say they, they did everything I said they needed to do to win the game, and that was to keep the ball on that side of the field because that guy's not. But when he needed to, he did it. Disgusting. Uh, I, again, so many things happened in that game. You lose your quarterback in what was that, the second, third drive of the game, or whatever that was when Tyrod went down. That didn't help. Um, a team that was already struggling to push the ball down the field through the air. Then you bring in a guy who hasn't played much. You know, he had a, he had a run with us in preseason. He's been on our practice squad for a couple of weeks, but none of that really transitions to actual game time playing and you know playing an opponent. So I can understand you know the hesitancy, the, excuse me, the hesitancy of the coaching staff to not want to throw the ball as much. Obviously, with the weather also and not knowing what this kid you know what he can do, what he's good at, because they haven't had him for much time. So I think they played it a little safe. Uh, I was upset because I turned off the TV after the sack. I I was the game was over in my opinion after um, <clears throat> Kayvon Thibodeau got the sack. And again, the Giants are seeing why having Daniel Jones is so important. A lot of people could talk all this about Daniel Jones and this that he would have won you that game. Uh, he's a competent enough quarterback to win you that game, even with his recent struggles. And I think that would have been a great game for him to get some mojo back and then go into this game and then just start putting things together. But, you know, we saw the outcome. Apparently, Daniel Jones was ready to go. Um, he was cleared after the game or something like that. I don't know what's going on with the medical staff for the Giants, but they've got to get it together because it does not look good all year for the medical staff. And Andrew Thomas, you know, hamstring injury is now going on for what feels like a full season. Uh, now another Darren Waller hamstring injury. Uh, you couple that with you know um, Aziz who can't stay on the field at all. So there's a lot of questions I have about the medical staff. But yeah, like you said, this Giants game went exactly like you said it went. It should it shouldn't have. I, I called it. It should have been a win, but it didn't turn out. I mean, this is this is the Giants of 2023. <laughs> yeah, um, it's definitely frustrating. I mean, they have. Two winnable games with the Bills and the Jets where they should have came away with W's. Could easily be four and four right now. And and the season looks a whole lot different. Instead I just wrote that down, Sean. 
And I said, just wrote that down. That was going to be my next point. Continue, could be four and four, and right in the right in the wild card hunt. You get getting your left tackle back, hopefully soon. Um, your starting quarterbacks back. The defense is looking great. Um, some young guys have really been balling out. Um, Dexter Lawrence, I think, is the best nose tackle in the NFL. Um, Kayvon Thibodeau, third in the league in sacks right now. He showed up in a big way the past couple of weeks. So it is frustrating. I mean, you can't, like you guys said, it's inexcusable to lose this game. Um, I agree with the Graham Gano thing. If if you know that he's hurt, and especially for a team that's struggling to score, you know it's huge to have your kicker out there healthy. Um, I mean, it doesn't matter. that I know they signed somebody to the practice squad now um, that's going to play tomorrow, but you have to address that going into the game um, where points are so dire for this offense. They can't get into the end zone. Um, you have to be able to address that. So um, I agree with Zay. Definitely not good for the medical staff. And the fact that Daniel Jones was cleared, but they didn't get the test back till after the game. Um, if he does play, that, that's probably a W. Um, you don't have Tommy DeVito out there throwing for negative seven yards. So it's just very frustrating. This this season could look a whole lot different if they're able to close out games um, like they did last year. But uh, at this point in the season, they're they're finding ways to lose games, which is obviously very frustrating because there is some promise with this team. Um, it's just they're not able to finish. And it's, it's definitely hurt their season where it looks like they definitely have no chance to make the playoffs now. Tommy DeVito looked good in the preseason to where I, I can recall there actually being giants fans who thought he should have been the starter. Obviously that's ludicrous, but look, this is a guy who ran this offense pretty well in the preseason. I, I, the idea that this team didn't throw the ball in the second half, once in overtime, like, I understand being conservative. And again, my thought was, right, you don't want the offense to lose the game. And that was the way Brian Dable was going to play it. And Zay, it's why I said, if you keep the ball on that side of the field, you're going to be all right. Don't give it to him here. Keep it here. And they did a brilliant job of that for almost the entire game. That, that was clearly what Brian Dable was going to do. But when Tyrod Taylor got knocked out of the game, you, you suddenly had a change of plans. And the idea that Tommy DeVito wouldn't throw a pass. I, 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 I'm sorry. Like this is, this is this, this again, I think of Bill Belichick and some of the stupid things that he does in the name of my defense will win this game. And it's like, but if your offense contributes, I don't know, negative nine yards passing. Do you think that's going to help you find victory? And then again, bonehead, he knows Gano's hurt. I, 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 I was listening to Howard cross on the radio broadcast in WFAN. And do you know what he said? They should just go for it here. It doesn't make sense to kick the ball. You're just going to, and I thought that's what I told Zay. I said, that you can't have something like that. So I, I've been saying this for a couple of weeks now, but Brian Dable, every, every ounce of faith I had in this guy last year is gone. He's made terrible decisions. His coaching has been poor all year. There were games this year. I, I, the Dolphins game, the Niners game, games that eventually the other team pulled away 
And a lot of it was his terrible decision-making. The other thing that I'm slightly optimistic about going forward is that we're going to see Saquon Barkley on the same field as Daniel Jones. That is something we've barely seen. I think we've seen it once all season. So it'll be nice for the Giants. Yeah, think about it. He was out for three games, and then this guy was out for three games. So I think they played part of two games together, and that's been the extent of it. So it it's nice that both of these pieces will be on the field, but they, they got to get serious. Again, got nothing to really play for unless well, you're tanking. But it's not just unless it. you're tanking. Well, which... I hear but I hear what you're saying, but it's not you, you left out a huge point. It's not that these two haven't played much together, but when they have played together, that is the only time this offense has looked dynamic. That yes. second half against the Cardinals, when those two were really working it and getting it together, they need to get back to that. Uh, they need to get back to that mojo they had last year. I don't know what's going on. If there's a, a, a they feel like they have a plethora of riches, where's Isaiah Hodgins? He was so impactful last year to our offensive game. He was a weapon that we could rely on. Someone Daniel Jones was comfortable throwing the ball. I haven't seen him all year. I've maybe seen him on a couple of plays. I haven't seen him that much. I I, I don't know what we're doing offensively, but it's not what we were doing last year. Um, I thought this year was going to be an improvement of the offense, but it's looked like the offense is actually shrunken. It's like it's gotten dumber in a way, it feels. Last year felt more complex. There was there was movements, there was routes, guys were going this way, they were going that way, faking runs and they, you know, RPOs. I haven't seen RPO all year, really. Like, what are we doing? I, I don't know what's going on in that locker room. I don't know what's going on in Dable's head. Look, the honeymoon's over. This is New York. If you if you want to live here, you want to make it here, you're gonna have to show results eventually. Obviously, you, you give him a pass. You know, you try to give him a pass this year because last year, he, you know, he won a playoff game. He got you there. Not every year is going to be great. But I need something at this end of the year, whether it's a run from the Giants, which is, very, again, we, we we pointed out last week with the schedule, even with the loss to the Jets, it's still a, a very doable schedule where you could squeeze out maybe a wild card. Again, this is just being me being an optimistic Giants fan. It's not being me, a, you know, a football analysts or something like that but think about how much it. better shape they would be in no, if you, they you, were four and four right now like they should be and again that's just that's the boneheaded coaching of brian dable that this team is sitting where it's sitting plain and simple the and yeah that number seven seed uh in the nfc playoffs right now is wide open uh i mean i, I think the vikings have it right now but with Kirk cousins going down you don't know what's going to happen there. The top six are solidified. So it's really, if they were at, at four and four right now, it would be a much better spot. You can actually realistically see um, a path to the playoffs. And like Zay said, the schedule is is pretty light coming up. So, I mean, you have some winnable games and it, it it's just, you, you look back at it and it's these missed opportunities. And it's like you said, Brian Dable making these bonehead decisions where last yeah. year we looked at it in the close games, we were winning all these games and we're just finding ways to throw them away right now. And it's a detriment Sean, to the team. Sean, what would you do if I told you? Zay was just asking, where's Isaiah Hodgins? Nine targets, <laughs> nine targets in his last five games. 
Yeah, you could say you could say the same thing about Jalen Hyatt. When when you have thrown the ball to him, you've seen results. He's one of the most he's one of the fastest receivers in the league, electric playmaker. We're being so conservative, we don't have trust in the O line where we're not sending plays downfield. And it's it's a mix of bad timing also, because the line has just recently started playing way better than they were in the beginning of the year. And and Jones has just not been available. So we haven't been able to see this team perform in any type of like you know, normal football team situation. We've seen a underwhelming offensive line with our starters because of injuries or whatever it be. And, they, and you know, like I said, you bring in Pew, you bring in all these other guys. I think this week we get a real chance to see what a, this team can actually be. Um, obviously, you might be still missing Evan Neal. I haven't heard much of that. I heard there's more optimism that Andrew Thomas plays. If you can get him back, you can get Pew on the line. You can get a solid line and get some real blocking. We have a chance to see what this offense can actually do. The biggest problem is, again, when Daniel Jones has been playing, he's been under duress. He hasn't hasn't really had a chance. Obviously, you can point out a play here or there where he might have been able to slip a pass in. But, you know, it's the National Football League. Everything's moving 10 million miles per hour. You're going to miss plays here and there. And it doesn't help when you get hit every five seconds. There is some PTSD there. People don't want to acknowledge it, but when you're hit that much, it sits in the back of your head. There's no realistic way you can tell me that this kid doesn't sit there, drop back, and think he's going to get hit every play just based off of what he's been through this year. He has a lot mentally to get over before we start seeing him make these hurdles. He didn't have to worry about that last year. The line was pretty solid last year. It it wasn't something he worried about. And again, we saw the results. He scored touchdowns, no turnovers, and we won games. And again, it was a lot. Look, like I said, our luck was better. Joe doesn't want to admit it, but our luck was better. Nonsense. I don't. There's no such thing. There's no such thing as luck. The helmet catch is luck. You're doing stupid. Come on. Come on. That's no, no. It no, is no. part of luck in sports. There is Catching a little your of ball against your helmet, that's a thing. That's a thing well, that you're allowed to your do. Arms apart, the... That's, that's, luck. that's, that's, that's luck. playmaking right there. Franco Harris, the immaculate reception. Was that luck? No. Franco Harris was uh, alert and he was in the right if, place at the right time. Where's the luck? Before? What if he had tripped? He was lucky enough not to have fallen or some a player be in his way. That Fortunate. is the luck of the sports. He's in the right spot at the right time. That is called luck. Call it what you well, want. It's that called is- good fortune. Putting yourself in the right place. Derek Jeter on the flip. It's a fancy way of saying good luck. It's good not luck. Good fortune is a fancy way of good luck. That's all that is. Ray Allen in the corner for the three. When, That's just when good you, luck, bro. You can put, you put it in any yourself, sport. Luck exists. When you, you have put to yourself in a, in a spot. <sighs> And it works out. That's called good fortune. You created that on your own. Luck is when uh, a leprechaun shows up and gives you gold. That doesn't really happen. No, no, no. Now, uh, that's, that's, no, that's not. That's the it. <laughs> I won the debate. I'm glad that we had it. Uh, let's get into this week. We'll talk a little bit about. Uh, we. I would like to talk about some good football too. So we'll we'll take a look around the league in a minute. But let us talk about. This game, uh, I'll start off with the injury report. Tyrod Taylor, out. Waller, out. Uh, Saquon's got an ankle thing. He's not on the injury report, though. Gano, out. Questionable. uh, Both Evan Neal and Andrew Thomas. That's great. So, yeah. 
things look a little dicey already kind of going into this. The Giants, of course, seemingly get lucky in Zay's words. The Raiders, much like they've been in the past many times, uh, with some controversy going on, some some waves being made, and coach GM fired. It's been not good for Josh McDaniel. The Bill Belichick coaching tree, not good. They're not good, Sean. It, it, it none of those guys are good. And, uh, stop, stop, you know, stop. we have yes. a coach, we have one in the coaching tree. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't, the, 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 the jury's still out on him. Dable yeah. might be one of the more successful, even just off of last year alone. Yeah. It's a long list of not a, not great head coaches. And then they usually go back to New England and win another Super Bowl as coordinator. Not now. Yeah. But. And now, and now that that lifeline has been removed. So now you're going back to New England, and you're going to coach. I don't know the offense. Whatever. It's better than the special yeah. teams guy doing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or the you know when you got you know it's so funny because his kids the uh, the defensive coordinator right. Yeah. It's like you yeah. could really have a real one. That's not your kid. You just have your kid be the ball boy. Or whatever. I don't know. That seems a little ridiculous. No, I'm kidding. I know he's. I just don't like it. Anyway, like I said, look, the Giants. If if you're looking to beat the Raiders at home, this is the right time to do it. Uh, and and they're starting uh, Aiden Martinez. Who O'Connell? O'Connell. Aiden O'Connell. <laughs> Either way, that just shows you we shouldn't lose this game. There There's you go. No reason we new coach. We don't even know who the damn quarterback is. But then again, our corner did say he didn't know any receiver on the other team, and one of their receivers happened to catch one of the biggest plays of the game. So, what can I say? What can I say? Can the Giants get it together and win a football game against a a pretty uh, a pretty thrown off Raiders team? There's no, there's no reason they shouldn't. I mean, this this team is absolutely in shambles right now. Like you said, fired their head coach and GM. Uh, Devontae Adams wants out of there. The only good player on their defense is Max Crosby, who is a problem for sure. Uh, we're going to have to watch out for that. But this is a team that is headed in the wrong direction right now. Um, Aiden O'Connell, Aiden Martinez shouldn't matter the way this defense, uh, whatever his name is, doesn't matter the way this defense has been playing. We should be able to hold this team to 10 points or under, I think. And if we don't, then that that might be um, upsetting. But Daniel Jones back, I think this is definitely a winnable game. And I think I've been saying that the last couple of weeks, the Commanders was the only one we were able to pull out with. But um, if you want to try to get the season on track, you got your starting quarterback back. You're going against a team that is in disarray right now. So let's go into Vegas. Let's win this game. Then we can maybe talk about a wild card push. If not, then forget about it. Pack it in. Season's over. But uh, I, I think we should be able to win this game. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on this one, Sean. If the Giants can't find a way to win a game with a brand new coach, uh, I mean, again, for every reason the Giants should win this game, for every reason they can lose this game. Team in shambles, brand new coach, brand new quarterback. That gives you every reason for a team to rally together and pull off a win that they probably shouldn't have had won. And if you're the Giants, like I said, with the way your luck's been going this year, 
that's probably how the situation may go for us. Because I, I think this game means a lot. I think if Dable and Daniel Jones can't get it done here, it's going to say a lot. Uh, it's going to say a lot about the regime that's in charge. It, it's going to say a lot. And it obviously with our season, like Sean said, it's either going to be a playoff push or we're going to be pushing for a top seed and hopefully to go draft other players that can help us. I'm, I'm in agreement with when Joe said last week, uh, uh, we have players on this team. Uh, we need to get a lot of players back, uh, considering, like I said, what the line did against the 86 Bears last week. If the line could figure it out and get some type of stability, then maybe you can bring in another tackle if Neil could figure it out. And, and you know, you could you have your center you drafted this year, and then you can start building upon the things that the Giants need. Because I think everyone wants to rush and go get a quarterback. Look, Drake's great and, and Caleb's great, but it doesn't matter if you can't protect these guys. If these guys have no time, this isn't college. You're not going to be playing some washed-up Juco team every other week. You're not going to be playing, uh, uh, you know, some three-star corners or some, you know, two-star linebacker who snuck on the team as a walk-on. No, you're going to be playing the cream of the crop, and I think the Giants have a lot to figure out, like, offensively and, and other spots on this on um, team. But, again, this week will be huge determination of where the Giants are and where they're going, basically. I I'm trying not to be very morbid. You guys know I'm trying to be very positive, but the Giants haven't really given me much. And you know I can make a lot out of nothing. I, again, I listened to the end of the game on the radio last week. And I, like you, Zay, thought it was all, it was over. The the game was over. And, and so, uh, and I left and I put it on the radio. And that's when I started thinking, like, are they going to blow this? Is it possible they're going to blow this? I, I Again, I want the Giants to be over that. The Giants have to stop running a conservative offense. Like, it's not... Why? I don't understand. I just, I don't get it. You yeah, know? it's it's time to open it up this game, especially against the Raiders defense, who I, I think has one of the worst scoring defenses in the league. Um, give up, you know, close to thirty points a game. So if this is the time to do it, it it's now time to open up the playbook, get Hyatt involved, um, you know, get Wandale involved, you know, obviously Saquon as well. Even if the O line isn't there to protect, you still have to take chances in this game because Great. your defense should should be able to Great. you know hold this team to under seventeen points. I would say. Yeah, and that might even be more than enough. So if you can go out and score 20 points, I think you win this game. So you have to push the envelope. Um, you got to try out, try and go win this game um, and not play conservative like you have pretty much all year except for that second half against Arizona. Yeah, take chances. They haven't taken chances all year. Last year, the first game we took chances. We, You know, a field goal, we should have kicked at the end of the game. We went for two and won it yep. because we took chances. I would rather see Daniel Jones in a competitive game throw four interceptions – and throw for 200 yards, you know, two touchdowns. I would rather see that than us lose a game 10 to 7 or whatever the heck it was and throw for negative seven yards because at least if you're out there throwing four interceptions, you're trying. You know, stop putting your defense in a position where, you know, their back's against the wall every time because you're three and out or 
you're kicking the field goal. Give them some time to breathe. I mean, like I said, give us something. Throw the ball. <laughs> like, there's not, at this point, throw the ball. I want to see an interception. I would rather see an interception. I'm sorry. I would rather see an interception than, than, than a negative seven yards. Give me a reason for why he's throwing negative seven yards. Not because he's throwing behind the line to Parrish Campbell, who's losing yards every other play. Because that's why the Giants threw for negative yards, because they didn't want to throw the ball above the line. It's not because the quarterbacks weren't throwing, you know, for negative yards. I don't even think that's possible. They weren't just turning around and throwing the ball. They were throwing the ball behind the line and losing yards. Put the ball in the air. Put it down the field. What do we draft these guys for? What do we bring these guys in for? And it sucks. Well, right. Again, is it, is it, do you feel like the Giants couldn't throw the football if they wanted to last week? Do you no, feel I like they wouldn't have been don't. able to throw the football if, if down Zach the field is, at all? If Zach could sit back there and sling it, I, I definitely think Tyrod or, or, or uh, Don, what, what the hell's the last? DeVito. DeVito. I'm, uh, we got a DiVincenzo. We got a DeVito. I'm trying to remember names. Look, I, I don't care anybody. Me, you, or Sean could have went out there and threw the ball. I just, just throw the damn ball. If Zach Wilson could sit back there with the confidence of Aaron Rodgers and sling it around then we should have had no problem because he understood too. What's the worst that can happen? I throw a pick because the Giants couldn't move the ball. They couldn't move the ball. What was the worst that can happen? You turn the ball over, you're going to punt it anyway. How many punts did we have that game? There's 24 total. (laughs) A a, a stunning amount of punts. I mean, again, it's like if you want to, if you enjoy football, if you enjoy football, like watching the Giants is not should not be on your list of things to do. Not right now. It, it's not anything. It's not enjoyable in the slightest, and I hate that. No, I, I agree completely. It's it's yeah. been flat. It's been terrible for years. We've had one year break out of this last miserable. Ten years, maybe since the last two thousand six. Two thousand sixteen was the last good year, so it hasn't been great. You have one, two good years in the last decade and a half, almost. Yeah, that's, that's last like- year, last year is starting to look more like an outlier than it is, you know, actually us taking progress. It's been ever since that last Super Bowl. It's just been awful, and we get off to these terrible starts. We're two and six again this year. Um, and there's there's just no coming back from that. You can try and make a late season push, but you we've put yourself. In. <laughs> we've done it. I mean, we've done it. We've had eight and eight. Yeah, but it's like, it's like we don't want to do it. I at that point, it's not even every you're year. yourself in such a hole where it's it's just not worth it. It, it, it sucks. Like like last year when we got off to that seven and four start, it felt better for fans. You had more confidence going in. It was a good feeling. But I, again, if they reel off a bunch of wins at the end. Sneak into the playoffs, win a Super Bowl year. All this is forgiven. We don't care. Obviously, none of that will happen. But no, I'm just saying, all of that is forgiven when stuff like that happens. And unfortunately, that just hasn't been what's been happening. We've been getting off to these terrible starts and been just terrible. How pissed off will you be if this team finishes seven and ten, eight and nine, miss the playoff by a game, and it's like, ah, oh, the Jets game. Bills game. I mean, like I said, again, I this should be a 500 football team right now. 
And again, it would be one of the big stories in the NFL if they were four and four, having had beaten a couple of pretty decent teams. So, you know, again, the, the narrative is ever so slightly. And, and that's the NFL. That's how it goes. That said, I got the Giants winning this game. Ready for my score? 12 10. I like it. Uh, you're going to hate me. Y'all gonna hate me. Sean, I'll let you go first. Um <laughs> this one's gonna be ugly. I think uh, I'll take the Giants 17 to 9. It's not gonna be it's not gonna be a pretty one. Um, but the defense gotta show up again, which I think they will. They've looked like an elite defense the past three weeks. Um going against Aiden O'Connell shouldn't be a problem. And um and this offense with Daniel Jones back, I if they can't score 17 points, then I don't know what to tell you. They should be able to, and I hope, and hopefully they will. Fingers crossed. But yeah, I got seventeen and nine Giants. See, the football fan in me sees this so different than the Giant fan. The Giant fan in me sees this as Daniel Jones finally cementing himself as the franchise quarterback going down this stretch. Him and Saquon Barkley proving their worth to this team, putting it all together. Reeling off a crazy good win. Giants win like 26 to like 10 or something like that. Like maybe they let up a, a touchdown by accident early in the game or whatever, and their defense figures it out. The football fan in me hasn't seen nothing to tell me that's going to happen. And I honestly see the Giants losing 13 to 9. Not able to score a touchdown. Kick field goals. Daniel Jones just looks off his game. He looks like someone who hasn't played in six or seven weeks. And it is what it is. And as Giants fans, we're preparing for a top 10 draft pick. I'm sorry. That's just, I want to see it the other way. That's the Giants just haven't shown me anything this year to prove to me that they won't. But whether it's coaching, playing, nothing has shown me that. And it sucks because, like, just one bad bonehead decision away from winning a ton of games. You know, uh, think about that. Why, what are we doing? Go for it on fourth down. What are you kicking the field goal? You get the first down, you end this game. Think that the little bonehead stuff that we did. The, it, it, how many times has Brian, has Brian Dable looked out coached or, or thrown a flag where you can't challenge it or a, a, a play where you're just like, why did he call? There's just so much into it. Like, I can dissect this whole season and point out in every game where Brian Dable has made a mistake to cost the Giants a game. And that's the problem for me. Think about how many fourth and ones he has gone for and they've blown it because he picked some of the shittiest plays on the planet uh, in those big moments. And it's like, dude, come on. Do you even watch football? Do you watch football? Do you see what every other team, everybody's in motion, the guys are running. I don't. I don't know. He's hesitant. Look at we tried the eagle push, the little tush push, and we yeah. get three linemen hurt on that. <laughs> you get what I'm it's like I said, the luck of the Giants is just not here. You couldn't you know what I'm saying? A tush push gets like how? How do you hurt three people? And and not just hurt. Our center hasn't been back since. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean again, it 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 between the training staff and Dable's the, the idiot things Dable does, that's 85% of the problem with the Giants. Uh, here's a good game. 
the six and two Dolphins, the six and two Chiefs. They're in Frankfurt, Germany. You know how much the Germans love their football, and they're going to get some. They're going to get some action. That is for sure. Uh, I tell you what, I don't love the Chiefs this year. I don't love the Chiefs this year. Uh, they're the best team in the AFC. That's still a fact. But they got so many flaws. It is just not as good a team. If you could stop Travis Kelsey, you can pretty much shut Mahomes and that offense down. Their defense isn't great. It's like it always is. It's pretty good. It's effective. But I don't know. I don't want to rely on that defense to win me a Super Bowl. That's not the Chiefs' way. Meanwhile, this Dolphins team is unbelievable. Who who thought Tua was going to become a superstar? Because that's what this guy is. And Tyreek Hill is honestly uh, the best player in football. Guy's so dynamic. He's unbelievable. When he gets into the open field, all you can do is wave. And by the way, Rocky Mostar is on two of my fantasy teams. Just because. And I tell you what, I'm not doing great. <laughs> in fantasy land but if if it wasn't for him Ooh, i would not be doing that. well at all Thank um, i think the chiefs are going to win this one 31 20 i think it's going to be a hell of a exciting uh, uh 9 30 a.m game it's going to be the best one that you've seen and um i think the germans are really gonna i think they're really gonna embrace tyreek hill yeah no that's that's you know what? That's well said. I can see a lot of that happening too. I think the Germans are really going to get their bratwurst out of this one. But <laughs> I had to do it. It was at the tongue. I'm sorry, it was killing. Me. I had to do it. But um, no um, yeah no. Like you said, this is, I'm not a, I'm not a chief believer. I've been saying it. The Chiefs and the Eagles do not look like foolproof champions to me. There's flaws there. There's cracks. There's all types of holes everywhere in both teams. Whether obviously the Eagles, I'll save for later because they, you know, they have a game this week. But like Joe said, the Chiefs aren't that good offensively. They don't have much weapons outside of Kelsey. Isaiah Pacheco is a good running back. You know, they haven't faced top defenses in my top run defenses in my opinion this year. So I haven't really got to see how he would do against one of those. So then you mix all that together. I don't think they're really that good. Plus, they have a weak defense. I again getting Jones back the way they panicked to get him back and sign him. They knew their defense wasn't as good and they needed that pass rusher. That's why they threw him a boatload of money. And the Chiefs again, they suck financially. They're always restructuring deals because they don't know how to do this. And the fact that they gave him that money showed you how desperate they were. Um, I'm not on the tour bandwagon. I don't know what you're talking about. Greatest quarterback. I think when you have Tyreek Hill and you have Waddle and you have three other of the fastest guys in the league, all of us could go out there and look like gods at quarterback. You just got to make sure that the ball gets to the quarterback's hand, whether it's behind the line, a quick slant. He's not, you know, threading needles and doing all – he's not Brady. All right, I'd hate this. I, y'all know I hate Brady, but he's not Brady. He's playing well in the system, and he's doing what they need him to do. And then that's all they can ask for to it. Just that and stay off the floor. No more concussions. But I do have the Dolphins winning this game. I think the Dolphins right now are the better team. I think the Dolphins are going to run it up on the Chiefs. 
unless there's some type of Taylor Swift hocus pocus that goes on in the stadium. You never know. I, yeah, you never know. But I do think have the Dolphins winning this, and I think it's going to be a barn burner. It's going to be 37-34. This is going to be one of those games that you don't want to change the channel, if I'm being honest. I mean, it's nine in the morning, so ain't else on, ain't nothing else on. Not enough to go to. <laughs> Might as well just watch it. Yeah, um, I I think that the Dolphins have to show that they can beat a good team. Um, two losses this year to the Bills and to the Eagles, um, some of the best teams in the NFL, and they lost both games. So this is a big game for them. I think uh, it's a big statement game for them. But I think that the Chiefs will pull this one out. Um. I don't know where you guys are. I think the Chiefs defense is really good this year. Um, yeah. They have one of the best defense in the NFL this year. Their secondary. Yeah. <laughs> I think I that's mean, an indictment of the NFL. See, look, and I hate that because the Giants are ranked 30 of defensively. There's no way that defense is a 30th ranked defense the way they've been well, playing over the last couple of weeks. So I'm not I'm not big on the rankings. But you can run with that. But I'm, I'm just not big on the rankings. I think there's a lot of popularity in there. But continue. I don't want to interrupt you. I mean, I don't think it's popular. I, it, it's just the number. The Giants' defense for the first couple of games wasn't as strong as they have been lately. But anyways, that's the idea of week to week power rankings, so you can update them weekly. That's fair, but the Chiefs' defense has still been good, and they will be good on it's, Sunday as well. It's been good, and again, I'm I'm not saying it's not good. I just it's like. I wouldn't want to rely on my defense. That's not Chiefs football. Yeah, I think you're playing the wrong game there, and I think that will eventually blow up in your face. They also have Patrick Mahomes, though, and I feel like I feel like yeah, every year a lot of issues. Well, but well, I mean, they're still. I feel like this happens every year. People doubt the Chiefs, and then they just run off to the Super Bowl. Five yeah, we're at five that point in the season where we're doubting the Chiefs. That's exactly how it works. Real off wins, they're going to get the one seed, and then they're going to go straight to the Super Bowl again. But that, Sean, that until they do, we're going to question whether they're as good as they've been. That's, that's fine, how, but I've, I've that's how this, dynasties work. That's what I've you seen do. This too many times now for the past five years. That's I, I'm not down Patrick Mahomes. I don't care who he has a receiver. John says, John says, fool me once. Shame on you. Fool me five times. I'm not doing it again. That's, that's George. That's Bush. exactly what I'm saying. And that's well, why he's, I like, he's a Brady ish. I get you Brady esque. He's getting Brady esque. I could feel you. I dig it. All right. Yes. Um, boy, I had a lot riding on the Falcons this year between B. John Robinson, um, Drake London. Mm. Desmond Ritter is my quarterback of the future in my uh, fantasy league my my dynasty league he's benched (laughs) heineke's in not good for me it wasn't it already wasn't going good uh he's only had red ritter hit uh had a 320 yard game couple touchdowns i think it was like week three or four and other than that he's been dreadful and you look at all the weapons on that offense and i don't know maybe why they haven't gone to tyler heineke earlier uh, you know, Kyle Pitts is on that team. You guys remember Kyle Pitts from a couple years ago? <laughs> no, not Everybody thought that guy was going to be a superstar. And uh, it's so unfortunate uh, since Matt Ryan left there. Nobody <laughs> throws the football. <laughs> Can't get the ball. Yeah, it's crazy. It's not his fault. 
Uh, Drake London's a fantastic wide receiver. When they throw the ball to him, he makes catches. Much like Isaiah Hodgins, there's just not a lot coming his way. Uh, it's been dreadful. Bijan Robinson uh, has been good. Been good. I'm looking for great. Hasn't really been great. The Vikings are a disaster. I like. I like. Uh, they picked up Dobbs oh, yeah. from the Cardinals. But he still doesn't have a jersey yet, right? Yeah. No. Like, how funny is this, though? Like, you're a you're a Vikings fan. Imagine that. And you just got the quarterback of the worst team in football. And it's not because their starter's back. Because Kyler Murray's not starting this week. And they still got rid of Joshua Dobbs. And that's going to be the guy starting for the Vikings. That's I think that's... He'll, he'll have that Cowboys win forever. You can, yeah. you can hold he on to that. Yeah. He wasn't meant to be the future of you know Arizona. I can see why they moving on. He's a journeyman quarterback. Yeah, the Falcons have to win this game. Am I right? Twenty to yes. twelve, no. maybe something like that. It's not going to be a great game. The Vikings can't run the ball, and with Justin Jefferson hurt, eesh, I would hate to be Joshua Dobbs this week. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Parlay should be very easy this week on some games. Well, obviously, that's not how sports works because we'd all be millionaires if it worked like that. Yeah. But, yeah, this should be an easy win for the Falcons, even with all the dysfunction. As long as London stays out of cars and and doesn't get any more speeding tickets and he can get on the field, they should. as long as everyone can get on the field, they should be fine. I think that's the only thing that would keep them from winning is not getting Drake London or Kyle Pitts or – whoever's playing quarterback this week, because like you said, I don't know what the heck they're doing at the quarterback position. I'm not even trying to guess. I I, I, I don't see how they lose this game. It, you, It's almost like the Giants situation where you have everything wrong on the Falcons. And, I mean, excuse me, on the Vikings, and you kind of got some stability on the Falcons, so if you should just win this game. You know, like the Giants shouldn't lose to the Raiders with everything going on there. And you should have at least a little bit of stability with your starting quarterback back. But crazier things have happened. But uh, I'm going to take the Falcons in this one. I'm, I don't see how the Vikings win. Jaron Hall, <laughs> the rookie out of BYU, fifth round pick, is starting for the Vikings this week. Nick Mullins will be the backup. And it looks like they'll try to get Dobbsy in for next week. Yeah, no way the Falcons should lose this game at all. There's just none. I mean, Sean. I agree. Um, this the NFC South isn't the greatest division. You have a chance to go win it. Um, and this is one of the games that you have to be able to take care of if you do want to go ahead and win the NFC South, especially at home. So Falcons defense has been pretty solid this year. Um, if you're going against the fifth round rookie who's first start in the NFL. Should be able to win this game, especially without his uh, best receiver not playing. So, yeah, get uh, get the guys involved uh, that you said. I know Arthur Smith likes to run the ball, but, um, yeah, I think this this should be a winnable game for them. And if they don't win, then NFC South, NFC South might be out of reach for them. Packers dropped four in a row. They are at home against the Los Angeles Rams, who uh, with Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua, uh, everybody's uh, 
everybody's suddenly super into this team. Packers have won five in a row at Lambeau against the Rams. But I don't know. Jordan Love. I didn't I didn't think this was gonna work out for the Packers. Uh and I still don't. I think this Rams team's getting better week in and week out. I'm gonna take the Rams uh twenty to seventeen in this one. I want to shout out to the Green Bay Packers. Because the Green Bay Packers are the smartest franchise in the league right now. Cause like you said, Jordan Love was never gonna work out. But what you do is you instill confidence in Jordan Love. Get rid of Aaron Rodgers. That way you can draft a better quarterback next year. They are so smart. They're going to lose. They're probably going to have a top three pick. And they're going to get them a quarterback who can replace Jordan Love. And you know what they don't have to deal with? Another whiny legend complaining about a backup that might take his spot in the future. That's the Jets' problem now. That's no longer Green Bay's problem. And they got out of an amazing jam. That's talking. See, that's what the Giants don't do. You see, you made a mistake when you put Favre and then you had Rodgers, and you saw how that went. Favre came back eight times, Rodgers and this, that, and it caused the whole rift between the two. But now you don't have to deal with that. Because whether you get Shador or Caleb Williams or, or Drake London, or Drake, uh, what's the name? The kid from Drake May. Yeah, Drake May. You don't have to worry about Jordan Love complaining because he sucks. This is great. I mean, it's the greatest franchise ever. But, yeah, L.A. is going to win this game. Green Bay is terrible. Again, another game down the stretch in our schedule that should be in W etched in it. I don't care who's playing quarterback. But, again, the Giants are the Giants. But, yeah, give me L.A. Yeah, I agree with this one. Um Packers started off the season all right, but then it's just kind of just falling off a cliff. They have a really young offense, and Jordan Love doesn't help that out at all. So I think the Rams will be able to put up a good amount of points. Um, they have, you know, a great receiving duo. So I think this uh, will be a pretty winnable game for them in Lambeau. This is a good one. Uh, Seahawks, Ravens, uh, Giants obviously moved on from Leonard Williams paying most of his salary for the rest of the year and in exchange for that uh take a second and a fifth round draft pick uh which is better than what the giants spent on him in the first place and i'll tell you what i mean i think what he's done to help dexter lawrence reach his potential i think playing alongside that guy has made dexter lawrence the best in the league and and somewhat, I guess you could justify in saying Leonard Williams now expendable. Um, having the, listen, here's the deal. I, I I've been as big a Leonard Williams fan as there is since the trade, despite the one sack in the first year. Um, you know, I saw a guy who was a terribly disruptive force. I've always seen him as that, but that's a lot of money. On a guy who's not, he's just not making enough big plays at this point, and the guy next to him is. Well, he's, and, an, he's, an, he's an interior pass rusher. 
I understand yeah, and, that. And a lot of the reason that that guy is making plays next to him is because he's absorbing a lot oh. of blocks. Don't well, get well, that. Listen, we're going to see how good Dexter Lawrence is. But, but the rest of the season. Season. Dexter Lawrence will be fine. No, stop doing this to him. You, you traded Tomlinson from him. You know, you made it hard on him again. Stop doing this. We saw what happened when we had Snacks mm-hmm. Harris. Like, every time we have a middle solidifier, we trade one of those middle guys away. And it just – the, the, the run defense never looks the same. We, we traded away a 30-year-old 30 30 who's due $30 million next year, and we got a second-round pick and you a fifth-round pick back. You contracts, bro. You just – come on, don't, don't tell me that. Chandler Jones is how old? And how much did he just get? Obviously, he's an edge rusher. It's a different position. They get paid way more. But don't you know? Don't use age as an excuse. All right. We well, we got a second round pick and a fifth round pick back. You can't complain about that whatsoever. Yeah, I I'm think not it complaining. Was, but I, it's I, a good deal. I like that. I look, great I deal. Like, I like. It was a I steal like for him. Joe Shane. But, but Leonard Williams was Leonard Williams was fine. He, can we, we explain we, this move? Yes, the Giants. Um, Giants suck. No, I, I agree Quite with frankly, you. listen, Explain the, the Giants have clearly decided that this season, whatever happens from here on out, okay, they are looking towards 2024. You've got to be realistic here. As they yeah, should. Yeah, because the Super Bowl's in 2024, February. <laughs> They're looking towards the 2024 season and the 2025 Super Bowl going forward, and that's what they should be doing. That's funny. Leonard Williams again to get the hall back. They're gonna need that. No, they're I agree. But it's, are you going to take the right pieces? You've had the hall many times. Well, we've, had, we've had many times. We've had 11, 12 picks, and we've taken a bunch of guys who one's on the Chiefs. Marine, one's one well, one was he went to jail or he was both to go to jail, and now he's not even playing no more. You're it, it makes no sense if you have the point if you have the picks and the picks don't turn out to anything. Look at Evan Neal. Evan Neal's a top 10 pick. Listen, we can do a whole show on the Giants scouting department if you'd like to. I get that they're not picking the right guys. This was a good move in terms of they got they it. got they got some solid picks back here and they're gonna need them. They, if they know what to do with them. That's my only thing. Oh well, sure. If you know that's, what to do with them, that's 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 a, that's a debate for another time. Do what the Rams did. If you <laughs> Turning a 30-year-old free agent making $31 million a year that you're not going to re-sign next year into a second and a fifth, it's a good move. A now, steal. it also is a bit of a steal. waving of the white flag. Nobody wants that. Nobody likes that. That doesn't feel good. So now for the Giants, the rest of the year, it's gravy. But you got you to gotta beat the Raiders. You got to beat the teams you can beat. If you And again, listen, what is the if, they lose, if they lose both to Philly and they lose to Dallas, which they they can still go eight and nine. But, still but in the cards. You just got to beat everybody else. What's the wild card? Four games right now? If I'm being honest, what is the top wild card? Four games? If the Giants were four and four, I think they would be in a wild card spot right now. I'm looking at so, the standings. they're not. Every other team is four and four. Yeah. Sander, that's it's- about it. Yeah. Get, get Marvin Harrison. And uh, yeah, yeah you're right, going to want to address the, the, the line line specifically, but yeah, that's for sure. Uh, that's the thing. All right. This is a huge <laughs> game. The Seahawks are a better football team than they were when the week started. And they're pretty good. Uh, yeah. They come into this game five and two. The Ravens are six and two. I'll never be sold on the Ravens ever in any season. 
But I do think they win this game at home. I think this one's going to be a 17-16 win for the Ravens. Nope. Uh, this is I'm getting Seahawks in this one. Uh, I think the Seahawks are pretty good defense, got a pretty good offense. Adam Leonard Williams is going to help stop the run, which they're going to need against this Ravens team that their receivers can't really catch the ball. So they do a ton of running. And, <laughs> so I'm going to take the Seahawks here. I think they have the advantage. Like I said, they can stop the run. And if you can stop the run, for the most part, you can beat the Ravens. I'm going to go with the Ravens in this one. Um, Lamar's 16-1 and one against the NFC in his career. Only lost was to the Giants last year, actually. But, yes. But anyways, um, yeah, the, like Zay said, they have a really good running attack. Their defense has been really solid. Um, they've had a lot of players step up uh, in the pass rush and secondary-wise. And the Seahawks are a very solid team, so I think it'll be a close game. But I just think that the Ravens are, are a better team. I think that they win this one at home. I think it will be pretty high scoring, too. Um, even though there's two pretty good defenses, I think there will be a lot of points on the board. I would say uh, Ravens win this one 31 to 26. I love that. All right. Uh, this actually is because of the the current state of things. Two, three, and four teams in the thick of it. The Buccaneers and the Houston Texans. I'll tell you what, man. C.J. Stroud has been balling out all year. So don't tell me Ohio State guys can't make it in this league because uh, he no, pretty good. Can't make it. They can't win championships. That's oh, is that what thing. it is? Well, I don't know if this dude's going to win a championship, but he's uh, he, nine touchdowns, one pick, 1,800 yards passing. He's been pretty dynamite. Uh, he's good on his feet. I like this kid a lot. I think the Texans get it at home, get themselves back up to four, up to 400, to 500. Uh, I'll take the Texans 23 bucks, 12. Wow. Uh, yeah, I'm going right on that one. I'm with the Texans. The bucks overachieved earlier this year and made themselves look better than they were. Baker Mayfield starting show. He's just a commercial guy. He should probably go into acting. If I'm being real, his football career has been lousy and will continue to be lousy, but yeah, I'm going Texans in this one. I think like as Joe said, the Texans have been playing really good. And they're only going to continue to get better with the coaching staff that they have. there pushing them guys. I, I'm, Texans, baby. Let's go all the way. I agree with both you guys. Uh, yeah, as they said it, the Bucks started three and one, but they've fallen back to earth to the, the team that they really are. Um, they have a decent defense, but uh, offense with Baker Mayfield is not going to get it done. And uh, CJ Stroud, after tough loss last week to the winless Panthers, I think he bounced back this week. Uh, I think this will be relatively low scoring, but um, I think that they Houston gets a win on, uh, at home and then. Uh, like Joe said, get back to 500 and see if uh, they can make a push for maybe a while. Oh, 400. Joe's doing advanced math. 400. 400. Get back to 400. Joe's doing his advanced math. <laughs> you know what they say. If you can get to 400, watch out. Anything can happen. Anyone, anything can happen. All right. Cowboys, Eagles. Boom. Eagles 7-1. Cowboys 5-2. I like to think that the Eagles are going to uh, – handle the Cowboys, but I don't know. Zay, you've been saying it. You don't really feel like the Eagles at 7-1, 3-0 at home, by the way, you don't feel like they're... I think this just cracks. You see it on the sideline, the fighting, the arguing, the, the new coordinator, offensive, defensive, players calling, you know, leaving for free agents. You're losing your, your top safeties. You're losing guys here and there. There's just so much going on movement-wise with that Eagles team that I don't think 
they've gotten to like full stride, if you get what I mean. Like they've looked like they're running, but they're not running full speed. If you get even last week, they were stopped on the tush push. Like, damn, who stopped? They, they stopped the tush push. I was like, wow, damn, so they stopped the tush push. We've never seen that. Dude, there are things that are happening to the Eagles that we haven't seen this year. And I'm going to be real. Dak's been playing. And I was just about to get into that before you even put that up. Dak plays really good against the Eagles for some freaking odd reason. He is like their kryptonite. And the same way we can't beat the Eagles, the, he's just been playing really well against the Eagles. And I, I keep saying it, Dak, everyone, you know, gives Dak a lot of problems. He still has the, the NFC's number. As much as you want to say it, I believe Dak probably has the most wins as the, in the NFC quarterback against all the teams in the NFC. I believe Dak actually has that right now. And it, it, it shows. And, and, again, I'm going Cowboys in this game. I think the Cowboys win this game. I think it's a close game, more like a field goal game. But I think Dak does enough, and I think the Eagles don't do enough. 27-23, Cowboys. Yeah, something like that. Because, again, they don't even know who, what they're doing at running back. One week it's Swift. One week it's uh, – what's the other running back's name? Uh, Jesus. Gainwell. Yeah, huh? Kenneth Gainwell. Yeah, Gainwell. I thought it was Bar- – whatever. Yeah, but whatever. They, they, I don't even know who the running back is some weeks. You see what I mean? It, it It's flip-floppy. I took Swift assuming that they signed Swift to be the lead back, and he hasn't looked like the lead back all year. He's, he's like, like top, He's top five in rushing yards. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not saying that, but the way they play him, the way they use, he doesn't, most lead backs get, you know, you see the carries that Saquon gets a game. We barely see Brita. We barely see these other guys. And the Eagles, they keep moving him in and out. And I'm like, well, if that's your lead, you know, lead guy, let him get going. You know, I don't know what they're doing there, honestly. There's some weeks, the Eagles, like I said, they don't look like the same Eagles that had it all together. You got the wide receivers arguing over who gets the ball. They wouldn't even sign a wide receiver they didn't even need. Like, what, Julio Jones for what? Scored a touchdown last week. Yeah, that's great. Again, uh, that, they won by a touchdown. Sean's got all the answers, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, it's With showing the Eagles, I don't, as much as I hate them, I just don't understand. They're 7 1. They have the best record in the yeah. league. If you look at the rest of the NFC, the Niners have lost 7 1. Bro. Bro, we're not buying it. Wait, wait. 71. This is the part of the year where we doubt the Chiefs and we also doubt the Eagles. They have the most talented roster in the NFL. A.J. Brown can't be stopped. They have the best O-line in the league. I'm not disagreeing with you there. I'm not disagreeing with you there. I just don't get how you don't. The Dolphins, who have they played this year? It doesn't matter. I mean, there's there's seven and one. Wait, wait. That doesn't matter? Yes, I mean you have to play who's in front of you. They're seven and one. They're gonna no. I, 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 okay, who have they They're beaten? Gonna... Well, everybody, quite it, frankly. It <laughs> exactly. Giants had an easy schedule went to the playoffs. Oh well, they didn't beat nobody. They didn't play nobody. They're the they best team in the NFC, and it, it's not close. And they're going to beat the I Cowboys. I don't think they're the best team in the NFC. I, I, I like the team. Cowboys. Cowboys is the, the best team in the NFC. Yeah, they are right now to me. But it, they're it, not as good as they were it's last 49ers, year. 49ers, it's Lions, and then the Niners. Yeah, they've lost three in a row. That happened. They look terrible the last that, three weeks. That happens. That happens. But at least they could easily reel off ten in a row here. They're You're so going to lose games. Don't yeah, worry. I don't. That's happen. Brock Purdy's one of the greatest quarterbacks Jesus, in NFL history. One of the greatest front runners I've ever seen. But all right, the fact that the Bengals is the Sunday night game. 
The Bengals, do they have it back? Have they figured things out? Are they a better football team? Yeah. Are they going to beat the Bills at home? No. 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 thinking the same the thing. Bills <laughs> are going to pull it out. 2017, uh, it's going to be a heartbreaker. You'll have thought the Bengals were going to win this game. They're going to blow it. Incorrect. The Bengals are going to win this one at home. Um, they do this every year in September. They they get off to a slow start, and then Joey Burrow starts cooking. Defense starts getting after the quarterback. Um, and this and the Bills are another team that are a bunch of frauds this year. They they do they beat up on bad teams when they play good teams. Uh, they don't look great, and that's even though I think they'll stay in this game. I don't think they're going to get blown out of the stadium. Um, I do believe the Bengals will win this one at home. Um, the Bengals are are starting to get hot at, at the right time. And uh, it's going to continue this week, I think. I agree with all that, Sean. They did it last year. They went down the stretch. How the yeah, they went to the Super Bowl. I picked them. It was like it was still like October when I picked them because I knew that I saw the win streak coming. But they're not going to win this game. Some reason Josh Allen's going to go out there and play out of his mind because Josh Allen does not show up in the games. He should show up like the Jets, but he'll show up in a game like this for some reason and he'll make it close. And he'll find a way to win it at the end. It's just really how it is with this guy. Honestly, he could have lost the Giants game too easily. He, he's just very hot and cold. And I think this is going to be one of those times where he's hot. I'm just being honest. This is going to be a game. I think Josh Allen goes out there and, and lights it up. I'm not saying the Bengals go out there and look pathetic. But I just think Josh Allen finds a way to win it at the end. All right, last game. Monday nighter, the hot, hot New York Jets coming off a huge upset win of the Giants. Taking on the Chargers, and I got to tell you, and I've had this conversation with a bunch of people, and you guys know how I feel about Justin Herbert. Never been 100% sold. Watched it again last week. This guy, I'm telling you right now, he underwhelms me. He's very skilled, puts up great numbers, but in the biggest moments of every single game, you can find Justin Herbert doing something stupid to, to put his team in a bind. I think the Jets will take uh, the opportunity here against Justin Herbert. He'll screw this thing up, and these idiots will eke out another one. 20-18, a late win by the Jets. That's crazy. Now, uh, as much as I agree with you with everything Herbert said, I believe he's gold-plated metal. He is not gold, people. <sighs> I think they still win. I think they put up enough points, keep that defense on the field, the Jets defense on the field, keep them tired, and, and, and run up the score on the Jets. Again, the only reason the Jets were able to beat the Giants is because the Giants weren't able to score. The Giants were any type of competent team last week and were able to put the ball in the end zone once or twice more than they did. We win that game easily. But again, we're not a competent team. And the Chargers, in my opinion, are at this point in the stage in the season. And I think they're going to run it up. I don't think the Jets offensively have enough with Zach Wilson. Sorry. And F Jet fans. Uh, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Joe on this one. Um the Jets have just found ways to win games this year, um, even with a handicapped it's offense. It's sickening, isn't it? It's it's disgusting. And the Chargers, I mean, they just disappoint every year. They have all the talent in the world, and they find ways to lose games. I'm sure they'll go out to a big lead uh, on Monday night, and then the Jets' defense will keep them in the game. Zach Wilson will do something stupid at the end. 
uh, they'll, they'll end up kicking a field goal and winning the game. That's how I see it playing out. Chargers are always disappointing and find ways to lose games. And the Jets uh, have a defense that will keep them in it. Just get the ball to Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall, and and maybe you got a shot. So I see them winning a, a close game that comes down to the end, and uh, they pull keep it out. Keep your phone on. Unbelievable is all I'll say. All right. I'll have it on me. <laughs> I look forward to that. Uh, All right. That is going to do it for us for this week for Kings Day and Sean Scanlon. I'm Joe McGuire. Make sure you check us out. We are on uh, YouTube and the Facebook, Twitter. You can find us at Clovercrest. We're everywhere. Backslash John about the G-Men. Until next week. Thank you so much for watching.